Chris, I'm going to tell you right now. That's what right, you want a rant? Care, I'll give you a rant. You want a rant? I'll give you one. Yeah. If go I ever go to a place with you, I don't know why I would ever be in a Whole Foods or a fucking Trader Joe's or whatever with you, and you take a sample of some cheese or some shit that they're giving out, I will fucking murder you. I'll, I'll never talk to you again. I'll never talk to you again, you disgusting pig. Ever. If I what hate people that take samples of shit. I hate them. You know what's great is the amnesia. Like, it, it's the amnesia of the Manzo family. How, I, like, you guys will be like, hey, guess what I'm doing? I'm like, hey, well, yeah, I know. Remember, we were we, we were talking about yeah. Um So, yeah, that's the topic of today, right? It's idea stealing. <laughs> really, really, I, I had yeah, some topics. I had some. I, it was perfect. So, I guess we could do that. If people don't know, Dear Albie started because I had a show called Foul Territory. And nobody showed up to work one day. So I grabbed a bunch of Dear Abby questions and I asked my brother Dear Abby questions because um, nobody nobody showed up to the to the film. So we kind of created this really fun episode. We told you about it. And then you brought no, the podcast actually, it was the idea only up to episode Al. I wa- what was that on? SNY? Uh, no, it's, no, you're giving me a lot of credit. It was on uh, Fantasy Sports Network. Okay. And... Uh, I, th- I thought they had like a two in the morning kind of <laughs> slot. So, so I saw it, but it was the one episode I saw. And I was like, I love this. I was like, this segment's fantastic. We, I was like, Al, that's a podcast. And then Al, Al came up. And then Al, three weeks later, came to me with this epiphany that he's going to create a podcast called based on that thing. And I was like, oh, really? That's great. Well, you really couldn't have set it up any better, John. So in part one, I got into great detail about a young lady named Lizzie Maggie. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, you can listen to it if you want more information, but I, the reason I wanted to talk to you about it, and again, I, I can't set the table for John enough, is you're definitely, and I think you know this, one of my favorite people to talk to about just fucking anything. Um, I'll just, if there's nothing to talk about, I, we have like buttons that we'll press. I'm like, all right, I know what to do. Like, we're, we're running out of ideas. Let's do Eddie Vedder versus Dave Grohl argument right, and right. just give each other 30 no, minutes I'll of yelling. I'll do that all day. So, <laughs> so I don't think I have the audience for it. Stop. So <laughs> start that again. <laughs> but the the idea basically is that uh, especially when it comes to ideas, and I think last uh, it was either Christie or Dear Albie. I'm starting to get them confused. Um, I mentioned uh, Adam Padilla came up, and Al said, uh, "Oh, I think creatively, he's probably one of the people that have affected me the most." He said he's definitely on my short list, and. Uh, most certainly probably at the head of that short list would be John. So um, I, I'm excited to introduce you to people that might not be familiar with you yet. You did some filming with us though, right? Didn't you do Manzo? You should be f- semi-familiar. Not. I avoided that. I went but you to, always I, went. Like you hung yes, out. I went and I sat there and drank in the background. I wasn't going to get on the show. Always behind the camera. Um, and John, do you want to go into what you do or not really? Well, I think it's, I think it's interesting that you're, the the reason you called me for this was for ideas, but in reality, I'm 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 in the business of stealing. That's what I. That's my business is to steal. I mean, I I have a company where I bring people from outside disparate industries into other companies to so that they can look at it and say, oh, we should steal that from this industry that we never would have thought of. And of course, we do that in as podcasts. So it's a uh, a podcast production company. We do public podcasts as well as private internal podcasts. And a lot of them do focus on, a lot of those shows will focus on uh, finding uh, ideas and approaches and strategies from other industries and finding a way to kind of steal them, tweak them, change them a little bit and apply them to their own. So, you know, if you're trying to talk about decision-making, we might talk to, at PepsiCo, we might talk to a fighter pilot. So... And that's always been really fun, and it's it's a great, honestly, bar conversation when you, when you uh, yes. need an icebreaker and you have somebody around like, oh, you're gonna love John, and you get into these, you know you learn a lot about different industries and I guess stealing the same examples and, and in which is, well, I wouldn't say the same. I mean, you got you have a you have a set list. I like do. you can, have a greatest hits. you have greatest hits, <laughs> but you also have the ones that the diehards know. You know, right. like yes. you, like I know your early shit. Yeah, you know the the pit uh, crew in the hospital. I guess I don't. 
So, um, but yeah, I mean, the story of Monopoly kind of, as I said, in part one, there's a lot of different people. I, I really spoke specifically about Lizzie Maggie because I thought she had a cool background uh, between just a really unique is history Lizzie for, for a lady in 1900. Is she, is she alive? Uh, no, oh, no. Okay. okay. She, did, she was like 40 in 1905. Oh, okay. So she's. I went. I probably went to high school. I went to high school with her. Her story's not that interesting. <laughs> so, but the uh, the idea of yeah, I couldn't get her, so I got the second oldest person right. I could possibly get my hands on. Right. You got me. <laughs> Figured you went to school with her or something. Yes. Yes. So, um, right. so, but oh, the idea Lizzie, is basically a, a game of telephone. <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> so, Monopoly was just kind of a big game of telephone um, that a, a, a number of different people thought that they could have kind of uh, that that they could claim that they created it, and obviously Parker Brothers ended up uh, reaping all the rewards from it. Um, the Monopolist, really great book by Mary Pilon, 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 P I L O N. Where would you go with that, John? Yeah, I, I would say I would say yeah, I would say Pilon. So Mary Pilon, awesome book. Um, I I got most of it done, but I wanted to do this episode specifically about, uh, Lizzie. So I got all those parts finished, but I thought it was kind of, um, I thought of you cause you're tattoo. Right. And, uh, it's a Picasso quote, right? It is good artists copy and great artists steal. And I was thinking about, and I know we've had a couple conversations about it, John, and I know you're kind of a, something of a business historian, whether you want to call yourself that or not. Hmm. Um, but I feel like you know a lot about, I'll take it. I shouldn't say business ideas, right? Sure. You love a creator. You I have know. blueprints tattooed on your arm as well. Yep. Um, right. I do. Yep. And, uh, didn't you get rid of something? Sorry. We're getting at a lot of this out. I'm just catching up too. Yeah. I got rid of the, well, I, I started to get rid of the, uh, um, well, the, the coordinates. What do you think, as a person that, that but they works look well now. in the they idea? They look better now that they're all faded. Remember, remember faded? when you saw those? And you were like, shit, those look pretty good now. So I, I'm Yeah, like, look cool. Yeah. Hard to capture that. Yeah. Like, so w- as an idea person, some of you traffic in it, you've worked in some of the biggest ad companies. You've, you've done the kind of things that I think in the ad and marketing world that if you said it, people have um, – their, inst- their, their knee jerk would be to say that's bullshit. Anyone could say that, right? Yes, of course. Like you, you've done big enough things that you could say, oh, I'm the, I'm the guy behind this, and they'd say, I'm no, a, I created, uh, which I think is a I huge the pop up store. And no you, one ever did. That's no one something you've been telling me before. For- we did it for Nintendo in, and anybody who wants to argue this, I'm fucking willing to argue this all day long. Um, no one ever had done a pop up before. We did it for Nintendo in, I want to say it was uh, 2001 for the GameCube where we went to all different cities, rented a space, and brought the experience in. And then all of a sudden, everybody was doing it. And we I, I will tell you, I copied that. I stole that concept from H&R Block. Because H&R Block, during tax season, would show up at a place and put a store in for oh because they only need it during tax season. And people would go there, right. and, then they would, and then they would go away. And I said, why the hell don't we do that for Nintendo? And Nintendo bought off on it, but we, did, we took over huge spaces for this quote unquote cube club. And um and then people started doing them and and um taking credit for it, but they're full of shit. And now where do you where do you go now, like twenty years later, it's such a big thing. Does it is it something that you even had the opportunity to 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 trademark or patent or was that just not the world you were in? Did you, you not see what? it as was, like the, a future? I, yeah, it's that's actually a good question. It, it's a uh it's one of those things that I we did so many of them. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many how many um, uh, pop ups we did before people did start catching on. I mean, we had done some for L'Oreal, we had done some for um, Altoids. I mean, we had done a, a lot of them, and so I look at it as well. I made a pretty good, I made a buck on doing that, but I don't think it was ever. That's one of those concepts that I go, I wonder if there was a way to trademark or patent or whatever the hell they call it, you know, uh, doing that. Um, I'm not sure if there ever was, but I look at it as, you know, more for my ego. It's like, come on, give me the credit. So I just went out and got a, I got a PR person a long, long time ago and started creating the stories around it. And I was fine with that. As long as you feed my ego, that's the social currency works for me. Yeah. So my, apparently my grandfather invented the milk carton. Come on. That's what I'm, my mom and everyone that she's related to 
um, will will fight you tooth and nail on that fact. I love but he never trademarked it. I had a guy in my fraternity at Syracuse whose father invented a Duraflame log, and I still think he's full of shit. But we had a lot of Duraflame logs in our house, in our fraternity. <laughs> he might have then. <laughs> I'm looking at it going, maybe so that's now, true. And then my first thought, so like where do you go, why do people – they protect this shit out of an idea. Right. And I have to, I want to get ahead of something. I try to be very transparent with the audience. Um, I, I, there is a, a piece of this that's uncomfortable for me. And I probably should have opened with this because I'm such good friends with John that I, I'm now catching myself now, um, getting into the kind of podcast host mode because I, I caught myself just kind of catching up before. So, you know, like I want a little bit of leeway with you because it might go a couple different directions. That's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I should give a warning that we we do get we we do have kind of more of a shotgun spray style of conversation. And we can we can go off into very very disparate tangents. But but the good news is we are missing one element right now. <laughs> Al booze. Oh, I thought you were say. I thought it was Al because no. I was going to say, "What are we going to do without somebody no, getting on the phone we, and walking we out have, of the room?" This could be a, a complete shit show if we were drinking. Well, we should. We honestly, I've been wanting to do something fun. Like once there's a a bit of a community of people that care, Which I, I want to do stuff like we like try. live drinking we, sessions. We ha- and, I have twenty five podcasts of me, you, and Al drinking. Oh, Not it's gonna one be terrible. Of them. It has to be so bad. <laughs> They're so. I mean, we did one on New Year's Eve. Remember, we did the one on New Year's Eve. Was I, I was taking? He was doing it live on. Um, I think I fell asleep in the middle of you it. You did. You fell asleep. He was doing it on Facebook. Whatever. I don't. Periscope. It, it, it wasn't Periscope. I think it was like Facebook Messenger. He was getting messages in, and I was reading the. It was bizarre. So let me ask you this: When you talk about like you see, I think who has a claim to get upset about an idea getting stolen? Like to me, I think a comedian, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a little you 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 are in the business of sentences and kind of whoever said it first, I think, needs to stick with it. And I think they have a right. Right. To get pissed off. But I also think that's how hard is it? Like you're all talking about the DMV and you're all pretty funny. Like you're kind of going to you're going to cross paths at some point, opinion wise. Right. Yeah, I think I I just think the way that's an that's an interesting, um, I guess, field to talk about, because I think it's the way they position it, that creativity. I mean, that's, that's, that's a hard, that's hard to, um, almost like, oh, I said that too. You know, you know what I mean? That's a, um, a joke. It's, is it's a, very, I he said, she said, just the clubs. Yeah. And, and we were talking yesterday about how people, I mean, I'll start reality TV, right? You've worked for some of the biggest brands in the world and, and you know, you know, things that I can't even get into. And, and I want you to explain it the way you explained it yesterday when someone will tell you what Nintendo should do or whatever. <laughs> but they would come to me and say, hey, I have, a, I have an idea for a reality TV show. Don't tell anybody. Right. And <laughs> like, like what the fuck are you going to do with this idea? What are <laughs> what are your chops in the yeah. reality TV world that you don't want me to tell anybody? But I know people I can get it done. Yeah. So you're so protective over your idea. That you don't want to tell it to me because I might steal it, even though you're telling me the idea. So yeah. you're just asking me not to steal it. Right. But the only thing you're not asking me to do is the thing I can do and go to like a, a production company or, or a network yeah. and say, hey, this guy's got a great idea. But you're literally saying, don't help me with this idea when you say don't tell anybody. It's so it's it's just crazy to me because I think there's when people have ideas, like, I mean, there's so many avenues to go down. So everybody, you know, ideas are like assholes, right? Everybody has one. So you have an idea and then there's the people that are like, well, I, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want, I, I don't want anybody to steal it. It's like, okay, well then protect it, whatever that means. Uh, then if somebody does steal it, go after them. If they stole it, if you're, if you have that much heart for it and you have proof that you gave it to them. But I think where it has to start is, can you even fucking do it? Like, can you re- like, are you really, you know, it's that, I, and I always forget if it's Einstein or Edison that said, you know, vision without execution is hallucination. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's just a great quote, but it, it's, and it's just so, so true. It's like, okay, yeah, you have this great idea, but what are you really going to do this idea? Truly? Like, who do you know? Like there I are go- people... In the corporate world, sorry, to, sorry to keep going, but here, here, but like in the corporate world, people will say, to, you know, to me, oh, you know, you're working with Domino's. I, I have a great idea for them. I'm like, oh, here we fucking go, and 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 they'll be like, you know what they should do? 
they should do this and this and this. And it's like, number one, Domino's just spent $300 million on an audience segmentation and research to come up with their brand positioning and who they want to, you know, who, who their audience is and how they should talk to their audience and the tone and the manner. And you think that you're going to give them, you're going to give them an idea that they're just going to go, okay, yeah, let's do that. And oh, secondly, yeah. huh. who are you going to even talk to? What are you talking yeah. about? Fucking delivery guy? Like, who are you going to bring that-, that idea to? That's agency? what gets me. Like you're Will Smith and his son in that movie. You're just gonna like walk into a corporation and, and just <laughs> right. de- declare something. Although, although I will ridiculous. tell you this, what's really interesting now, and and you know what I'm talking, uh, I'm talking almost. That always made me laugh being in the idea uh, space, especially the innovation space from a from a uh, a marketing or innovation working with corporations. But these days a lot of corporations have smartened up and they, and they are looking at uh, social media and what I'm, and what people are, you know, there was that whole user generated crowdsourcing movement years ago. They, they are looking at it and then they are potentially stealing it in some cases. And then you have companies like PepsiCo, you know, like Doritos, which is Frito-Lay looking at it and saying, well, let's make a program out of it, create that. And we'll make it our Super Bowl ad. But a lot of companies do that, but if you don't want them to do it, then don't fucking put it out there. And and that brings me like what you said before. What are you going to do with it? So you know the Victoria's yeah. Secret story, right? I, I, yeah, I think you told. Are me you this. familiar with that? I, I don't know. So don't the know the, the, the guy who created Victoria's Secret, um, and forgive me, I didn't expect to bring this story up, so I don't have all the details in front of me. But he he sold it to I guess whoever the uh, whatever the company is now. I think it was like a Swedish company or some shit uh, for like three million dollars, three or four million dollars, and then they turned it into what it turned into, and he killed himself. Um, because he thought he got rid of something amazing. You peaked. Like, you did the most you were able to do with that brand. There's nothing wrong with selling something in, like, the 90s for $5 million. Right. So what? It, the reason they bought it is they understand that it was undervalued, and they understood what they can bring to it. And if you're listening to this, you don't have to be a business person to apply this to your life. Just because, like, you might have done the most you're able to do with something. Yeah. And And yep. somebody else doing more with it, they're just better at you in that one particular avenue or lane. It doesn't mean that you're an idiot or whatever. It's just you had a good idea. You were able to to raise it and make it run a little bit, but you're not able to turn it into to, to Seabiscuit. You're, you need a trainer for that. You need a business. That's a different world. And I think, I, I don't know, to me, I would have been so happy. Yeah, of course, I'm going to kick myself in the ass when I'm watching 5 million people watch it on TV when there's a fashion show with the, the weekend singing. And I'm like, damn, I could have been front row with that and making money or whatever. But you couldn't have. Right. So I, I think when people people are so quick to say, oh, you know, uh, must be nice or, or all that kind of thing, or he got screwed or he, I, I think people need to know their ceiling. So yeah. like sometimes I have an idea and I don't mean sometimes, you know, this really well, <laughs> uh, pretty often I have an idea. And the first thing I do is I call the person that I think could use it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know shit about making an app, but I yeah. know a guy who does and maybe this will help. And, well, and I think I think there's something to that too, right? So there's something to that idea, and that there's a little bit of confidence there. There's also a little bit of self awareness. Like I, I'm only going to get it so far, or I'm not going to do anything with it. So I want to put it in the right person's hands. And sometimes getting that idea off your shoulders or out of your mouth feels like a relief, especially when you're a person like you who you you've already pretty much moved on to the next idea. So you know more are coming and you're like I, I want to get this I want to get this out of out of the arsenal and, and and have a little relief with that. It's true. It's like oh let me hear that let me hear someone in the field say it's a good idea. Say it's a good idea. And you most of the time that's yeah. enough for me. That's enough. Yeah. yeah that's and enough that's, for me. It's funny too with people that get their ideas taken. I mean if you do I had a boss, my very first boss. I remember we went to K-Rock back when... Um, uh, my God. Yeah, it was K-Rock. Stern was on K-Rock, and we were, and we were doing the... Um, they, we brought them this concept of uh, an auction. I forget what it was. I forget exactly what we were doing, and I said, why don't we get, like, rock star... We'll call it rock and jock. We'll get, like, rock stars and um, uh, and musicians to sign one. So, in other words, like... You would get like a Springsteen and a, um, you know, at that time, like Lawrence Taylor Bernie to Williams sign or, a guitar. Right. Like it just really unique. You'd have a rock and jock. Cool. And, and they ended up taking that and using it for Hungerthon. 
I remember they had like a Billy Joel Bon Jovi or Billy Joel. Um, uh, I forget who the who the athlete was that signed it. I forget what it was, but they. Um, and I was fucking pissed. I was like, "Oh man!" You know, I was like twenty one years old, and my boss had said to me at the time, he just said, "You know what, man? You should number one know that that you should." take a little heart in the fact that and be proud of yourself that they stole it because it's a compliment, right? People always say that, 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 whatever the hell that saying is. Imitation best form. Yeah, yeah. And then he also said, you know, he said, look, if you came up with that now, you're going to come up with a million more. And if they were smart, they'll come back to us because they know where they got it. Now, a lot of times people don't want to admit that, but the smartest people who steal ideas also know where to go to the well. <laughs> they know to go back so, to the Chris so Manzas. You talk about the smartest idea people in the world, like Steve Jobs are to come to mind, right? You look at where the iPhone's gone. Obviously, he's passed since, but I, I, I think you might have told me his plans were, like, protected for, like, 40 years out. <laughs> like, he's, oh, like, maybe. Tupac with, like, yeah, unreleased music. Maybe. Uh, but something, he had some kind of crazy plans. And, of course, he can't even... Maybe you could, I don't know, foresee where AI and things like that would go. So who knows how valuable those plans might be now. But um, his his idea, his code, his the mouse, everything was stolen by, by Microsoft, right? And Microsoft in the 90s, you could speak to it. I mean, that they created everything, right? They, they, that, they, everything we know today is from that era of, of the, that kind of cyber wars and, you know, boom. And it took... Bill Gates taking an idea that wasn't his and really perfecting it to piss Steve Jobs off enough to create everything as we know it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As well, opposed Steve to Jobs just being a, like Steve really Jobs content with Macintosh. Yeah. But he admits to he, Steve Jobs is one of the, and I call it cross pollination. I always, I, I call my form of, of uh, thievery cross pollination. It's a good, it, or people call it thought diversity now in business, but it's looking at, let me look over here, see what I can take from this industry and apply it here. Um, he was a master of that. And he was a big believer in that. And in this whole idea of connecting the dots and looking to outside areas. I mean, he used to spend a lot. I mean, he, I mean, there's millions of quotes from not millions, but there's a ton of quotes from him saying you should leave work and be a poet for two years and do this and do that. And, and the whole idea was what you would learn. But that guy is an ad was an admitted thief. Like I found inspiration well, here and took it know, from funny. this and applied it. So I was about to bury Bill Gates and then just kind of do a revival no, story out of nowhere. To, but Steve Jobs said, Steve Jobs, when he got, when they asked if he's pissed at Bill Gates and Microsoft for stealing, he said, well, no, we, we, we stole it. Yeah. He said, we great. stole it. Uh, they stole it from what's it called? The, the Xerox, the printing company. Right. Well, he said, well, that, Xerox is code. the best ideas. Like, you know, my, when I launch my dear Albie in about two weeks, it's going to be way better than Al's. <laughs> I was going to end the show with when is, when is there a Palumbo podcast? Cause that's, I feel like, yeah. I feel like it's, it's. Uh, yours should have came before mine, I thought. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's funny when you look at guys like, you know, uh, Tesla, I know you have a big love for. Mm. Um, he invented the Elon or Nikola Tesla? No, Nik Nikola Tesla. I have an yeah, Elon yeah. thing coming up too, but yeah. but Nikola Tesla, like, he created the light bulb. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And no one goes with it, but it's because... I don't know. You you read the book about a little yeah, bit more they, about the, where that the, affected yeah, him. Yeah, the book, the um, the the first days of night, which I love that book because it's a fiction book based on the real accounts of what happened and the four. But you see, this is that's a great book to reference right now because and anybody who's into that like historical stuff, you're gonna love it because it it does it takes it from a fictional standpoint of like the lawyer of I think Westinghouse who was involved in this as well, um, and it and it runs through it, but it uses real life accounts. And the whole idea is, um, Nikola Tesla was the idea person. Thomas Edison was the marketer. So in other words, I'm going to get it out to everybody. Westinghouse was the manufacturer. So even Thomas Edison could only get it so far. You still have to produce the shit. And that's what Westinghouse right. did. And JP Morgan was the money. So that's, what's so funny about it is that, and Nikola Tesla didn't give a fuck. Like that guy was, ha I mean, I'm sure in the end he was probably like, I wish I had, you know, a couple bucks to, to have not be living in this cardboard box. But I mean, think about it. That's what goes into an idea. It's like, yeah, you have an idea. Okay. Who's going to get the word out? Who's going to manufacture it and who, or execute it? And then who's going to give you the money to do it? 
Well, and that's kind of to me the meat of where where this where this kind of topic doesn't bother me, but it, it what I wish people understood. Yeah. If you have an idea and you're doing it because you believe in it, again, I don't believe in half the ideas I have. That's why I give them to people, right? And I don't care if they get – I don't consider them stolen. I consider it a, really an honor that someone's using my – how many wedding hashtags have I done? You used to make fun of me, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we, I remember we used to wedding come – I think somebody even came to you. I was like, hey, can you get a wedding hashtag for someone? So I forget who it was. I think it was my niece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or maybe once she was going to or something. Yeah, something And like then – um. <laughs> But remember, there was all these. Di- there was like a time with TV show, you know, names and stuff like that. Yes. And and I remember like you should be getting paid for this shit. And you're probably right. But at the other time, at, at the, I was just so happy to be to be giving ideas and then being heard. But yeah. then there's a time where if I have an idea, and I'll reference, I'll probably give a more specific reference to this later on in the conversation. But that I know that I know how to raise that kid, right? I know yeah. I I name I didn't just name it. I know what it's going to take for this thing to flourish and be successful, right? I don't know anyone that's done well with an idea that didn't get it stolen. I, I mean, going into the monopoly conversation, there were three, four ripoffs between Milton Bradley and four or five other companies immediately. So yeah. it's either they're going to steal it now or they're going to steal it later. You came up with the idea. You should know it's DNA. You have a head start. Let them take it. It take, you don't know what a fast horse looks like unless there's a slow one. Yeah. That, so that, that's really true. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. It, it, and I also think what's really funny about people that have ideas, because being in, being an idea person and having the access that I do to companies, pe- people don't realize that I can't just call up, you know, the CEO of uh, P&G and be like, hey, here's an idea uh, for Tide. They think I do, but they, or think I can, but I can't. But they, they will – people hammer me with ideas, especially ones for companies. And what, I, what amazes me is that they never Google them first because – Every idea is out there. Like, I would even argue that woman, Lizzie, is her, what was her name? Lizzie something? What was her name yeah. again? So, so, uh, Lizzie Maggie. Isn't, yeah, that, Lizzie, isn't Maggie, Lizzie a weird 1900s name? Yeah, it's a great name. Um, I, I actually would bet that she stole the idea. Now, I'm not saying every idea. First of all, I am saying every idea is stolen. You just don't realize where you, you might... Uh, subconsciously not even realize where it came from. So I bet you she took pieces of things that she had heard and she put them together. And yes, it was kind of an original idea. And then the next person who quote unquote stole it might not even think that they stole it. They might just think, yeah, I heard something like that, but here's something, here's an idea I have. People don't necessarily look at it and go, I'm going to steal an idea. And this is something we had talked about yesterday, which is, uh, that's it's so um, it, like I don't know if you realize that when you're telling someone idea an idea and you think they're going to steal it, do you really think that that person has nothing fucking better to do than stop their life and pursue the idea that you just gave them? Like no one, for the most part, most people when they hear an idea are not going to go, "Oh, that's a great idea." I'm gonna, I'm literally gonna stop. I'm gonna quit my job and steal your idea. Most people. Their ego is too big to even do that. They would look at it and go, yeah, that's pretty good, but not that great. Like, you used to shit on every and, idea. And, no, I mean, you hated that. Remember when I first met you and I said, he got so pissed. No, but that, but, it, but it's good because it, it teaches you editing also, where you're that's like, right. you, you're talking to someone who you don't hate it to be a dick. Yeah. You hate ideas and you explain why they don't make sense. And it, that's how you learn things. And I didn't go to right. any school at all. I, I, I finished in high school. I didn't go to culinary school. I didn't go to business school. I didn't go to anything. So my learning was through conversations like with you or other people that, you know, that, that I would respect in their, in their field. Um, I wanted to see if you spot a trend in, in a couple things. Okay. Mm. Top 10 grossing box office movies for 2022. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Spider-Man No Way Home, mm. Thor Love and Thunder, The Batman, Minions The Rise of Gru, Jurassic World Dominion, Avatar The Way of Water, Doctor Strange The Multiverse of Madness, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick. Sure. What do all 10 of those have in common? They've all been, well, they're all, well, either. There's not a single you know, original fucking idea. Yeah, there's no original. Yeah, they're all from somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's all, and if it weren't a sequel, it's still taken from. Um, it's still taken from ideas, whether it be from comic 100%. books or from video games, from folklore. And where do they get it from? They're getting it from ancient gods That's and right. from, uh, so they're really that, like you said, whether you said consciously, Oh, I'm going to take yes. this idea and roll with it. 
or not, you, you did it. it. <laughs> That's right. You, you stole. And, and it's funny, too, because even podcasts now. So remember how, um, when you, to your example of the movies, the movie industry, I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. I never, when I moved here, I had no idea it was a big movie town. It's a huge fucking movie town. Like, there's huge movie production uh, studios here. And um, there's movies being filmed all over the place. I had no idea that, or, or to your point, those are a lot of producers will go and look at uh, books or comic books or video games for inspiration for movies. Now they're doing it with podcasts and they're they're So they're looking at podcasts and they're saying, here's a popular podcast. Let's use podcasts are like the new books for movies. So they're looking at podcasts and they're saying, let's use that and create that. Let's turn that into a movie or let's turn that into a show. So podcasts have become the new feeder for uh, movies and shows, which I, which I think is really unique too. And even some production companies are now putting podcasts out to see if they can generate an audience. And if they do, they're going to the money people and saying, look, we have an audience built in. Let's create a movie out of it. Well, that's, and anyone, not to spoil anything for TV people, uh, for, for fans of TV out there, but you know this, John, because um, I, I think we're probably more than allowed to talk about it, but we tried to do a TV show with you for a long time. Al and I tried to produce a show with you and some people that uh, produce Housewives and some others. And um, their biggest issue is that most ideas are original. Like when you go to a network, their problem for the most part is these ideas are, are a little too original. That's, that's not what it um, was. Can I say what it really was? No, no, not yours specifically, but John, <laughs> but, but when, haven't you heard show proof of, how many times do you hear proof of concept? Proof of concept. Yep. So yep. yeah, well, if this was already, they did say it actually, if this was already a podcast and people understood a little more and there was proof, no one's going to go out on a limb anymore. So yeah, it's almost yeah, like yeah. you can't Well, you know what? You're original. right. If there was a podcast, you're, you're right. Cause what they did say was they, and I thought this was really, um, Obviously, we won't mention any names here, but what they did say was um, the network. I mean, do you remember we were about to fly down to New Orleans and shoot that pilot? And the network called and said, we can't do it because it's too coastal. So basically, yeah. everybody in, in, on the West Coast would, would get it and everybody on the East Coast would get it. But people are too dumb in the middle to get it. And I was like, are you fucking for like, I couldn't even. And that's not John saying that. That is I don't want to say. You know, but that's exactly how it's. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's not John saying it. That was that was the report back is we had this really cool idea. I always I always compare the United States to a uh, to a swimming pool. And I say that the East Coast is the deep end and it gets to the shallow end when you go to the West Coast. But that that's just me. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Probably worse. But what happens in the middle then? Is it just like the what happens there? I think it just goes lower. Get I think it just gets shallower and shallower until you get to LA and then you have a big do not dive post on the on, on everyone's forehead. <laughs> so I it's a hundred percent true. So uh, but that's um you know, and I, I think that's kind of the fun part about what we're talking about is like ideas are every single thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can go on this for days and days and days yeah. talking about, you know, TV shows and movies and you know, I think Kanye West, um, you know, I pariahs he may be now. But when he was producing music, everybody loved him. They loved him because of his samples. Yeah. You know, they, that he'll sample Otis Redding and he'll sample, you know, songs from the past. Puffy, uh, in his 90s run, Will Smith has never recorded a song that wasn't an exact ripoff of somebody else's. Yeah. So um, I guess that's kind of my point. I don't know. You're, you're recording this, so I don't know where we are in time. I can keep going. But I think that the point is just kind of get over your idea because you're stealing it too. And... If you love it that much, protect it yeah. and, and go or out go and do it. it. But don't just say, I have this idea. Oh, my God, that was my idea. I could put together a list. You're laughing. Most of them. Energy, beef jerky I wanted to do when I was like 18 years yeah. old. Uh, and then that's that. a whole category now. Um, so many TV shows and, and different concepts. Well, I, and lo- things I, I always love that brands. when people are like, I, I thought of that idea. <laughs> yeah, you d- yeah, you did. That's great. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> And, and it's always, well, what happened? Oh, I didn't tell anybody. It was just like yeah, my idea first. Great. Idea. Well, everyone's decided they want a reality show about, you know, matadors or whatever the hell it is. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you created it. Right. It's so funny. I mean, it really, but it is, I, I'm with you. If you have an idea, I, like I almost go back to what my, my first boss had said, which is just be happy. I had a great idea that somebody did steal, that it was that good and, and have the, you know, um, have the confidence to know, you know, that 
you're going to have a million more. I mean, if you have a good idea, if you're, if you could create one good idea, you could create 50 and you just got to get to the point where do you really want to be? And I, I mean, you hear that on shark tank all the time, right? Those people go in and they look at them and they go, you know what? I'm going to invest in the person because I think you come up with great ideas. I don't necessarily like your idea. I, I talked to this venture capital guy once and I, they had said, it's not about, I forget exactly how they put this, but they said, I might get this right. It's the jockey not the horse or the course. And they were like, we're more about the founder of the company. We don't really care so much about your company and, and, the, and the industry, which would be the horse and the course, but they, they care more about the, the jockey. Because he's in that? control that of it. Sense? What's that? No, no, no. I just, I, I, I did get, I, I was thinking about, I was just like, visualizing like, all of it and I got <laughs> lost in a horse race. That. This is, by the yeah, way, to, betting to everybody listening, this is the part where if we were in a bar, Chris is looking at, he's looking at his phone. I know you're fucking looking at your phone right now. <laughs> I'm not you're looking at your phone. I yes, God, you I don't are. Do that. You're looking at a text. I'm not. Fucking fast. I'm not. No one even texts me anymore. I don't have anyone to text. <laughs> <laughs> I have no one in my life. Uh, no, that's the, obviously, I, 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 I get plenty of text. Um, not in a bragging way. That sounded like I was flexing yeah, dude, on the amount of text terrible. I get. I would, I could discard 99.9% of them. There's literally <laughs> like four people I want to hear from on a daily. Um, not even. So, um, but I will say this, oh, that shit. woman, Lizzie, I was laughing at my, I'm, I was laughing at my, my flighty ass brain. I forgot what I was going to say. Well, let me tell you that Lizzie Maggie, I, see, you know what I like about Lizzie Maggie? Cause you did tell me that she was fine with it. And I love that. She was cool with it. Uh, she she definitely tried to prove that it was her board. But here's the thing. This is kind of my Victoria's Secret thing. She didn't really create it. She created a board and and th- her game was cooler. I think she wanted to do like there's an anti monopoly team and a monopoly team. Uh, and oh, so she was really big on like um, on politically on Georgism, the Henry George, like the single tax system. And that was the whole point of creating Monopoly for her. She wanted to show the dangers of um, big business and how you could kind of see somebody out there listening right now is going to go, I'm going to take that idea or they or subconsciously they're going to listen and then they're going to come out with this game and not even realize that they came out, that they got it from this podcast. Right. They're going to forget this podcast. And then one day, you know, it'd be cool. Anti-monopoly. Yeah. Um, Where you have to eat energy beef jerky before you start. start. (laughs) I wanted to call it mad cow. That's where I lost everyone, by the way. Um, That's right. That's where I I lost my investor. (laughs) I wish I was joking. Um, No, I really did want to call it mad cow beef jerky. And that's where I lost the room. I got to tell you some of the names you've had over the years for shit. Where like you, that's what I love. Like I'm, I'm doing this one podcast. It's an internal one for this one company, <clears throat> and we're talking. It, it, it's funny because it's like a Seinfeld episode. It's a podcast about starting a podcast because you learn a lot of skills when you when you do a podcast. So it's for like their leadership academy, and um, one of the things that we're talking about is one of the episodes is well, how do you how do you start a podcast? Like how do I come up with the concept? And one of the and I thought about you when I was uh, when I was um, saying this. And I went through a whole, a whole bunch of reasons or ways that you can do it. And one of them was, listen, sometimes you might just get a name. Like, you might just land on a name and then back into it. Like, I, I'm almost That's my whole I'm life. almost 80% sure that you came up with Christory and had no fucking idea, like, what it was going to be. You just like the name. Oh, no, you can bump that up to 99. Because <laughs> it's so you. <laughs> you literally Chris- come up with names. And then you're like, hey, that's why, like, naming, you should literally, you should be in the naming. You really should be in the naming business. I, I, I didn't, I want to say I tried, but I never tried. I don't even know like where you do that. I, I, and, like, listen, I mean, but that's my, my obsession is names. It, I, that's the, half the reason I don't really want a kid is I don't know what I would name it. You're very good at it. You couldn't name my show that was going to go on that one. You know, that, that we're, we, that's the only thing we ever, we couldn't ever name. No, when it matters, I can't name something. Right. You're right. That's, <laughs> that's exactly it. Right. But I get calls from everybody. Can you name this? Can you name that? Yeah, and it's my favorite it, but, thing but to do. But I would tell you, you were probably like Christory, and you probably called Nando, and you're like, what do you think of Christory? I know you did it because you called me, and you were like, I got this show, Christory. And I was like, and you're telling me about it. I'm like, he has no fucking idea what the show is. No, it took me about a, two months to figure out how I was going to do it. <laughs> so and then I recorded it, hated it, deleted it. To be honest with you, I, I like being like super – it's probably going to be annoying eventually because I'm, I'm – it almost sounds like a bit, but you know, I'm a psycho, a psychotic mess. Um, 
I want to delete all this and start again. Like, that's what I, I, when I do my own, like when it's just me, the part one, I probably take an hour to get started. (laughs) I I give five minutes, delete, two minutes, delete, 20 minutes, delete until I feel like I'm comfortable enough to do it without stopping. Well, the thing instead of just stopping, I'll tell you something. I personally think you should redo the podcast. This one? No, the whole, the whole idea. I think you should start over. Okay. Well, listen, this is the topic of today. We're, just, we're really talking about just changing kidding. ideas. But I love, no, oh, I, I just down. love that I could say it and be like, because I could go on and be like, you know, Chris, I think Christery should be you just telling a, I think it should be one episode, not two. I think you should just tell a historical story, give people the facts, relate it to something today, maybe have somebody come on for a couple seconds, bullshit about it, or have a co-host, and then the end, and then that's it. I know if I said that, you'd probably be like, fuck, maybe I should. <laughs> like, well, you can talk well, you the right thing off is this you entire did. show. I'm, I'm shocked you still doing But you it. did. <laughs> no, but you did that when we spoke before I recorded my first one. That's true. I told you that I wanted to do this a certain way, and you were like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And I, I did... <laughs> We kind of met in the, you don't know this, but we kind of met in the middle of what you thought we should do, but yours was more um, rooted in, in today and what the tie-in is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Where I just kind of came up with instead, well, what do I feel nice like talking that, about? Like, and I'll find a historical reference. See, here's what you did that was smart for this one. You're talking about stealing ideas, and then you brought somebody in who is in the business of stealing ideas. See right? what you did there? What's that? No, so see what no I did that there? works, but like you did a manifesting one and then you brought in your brother and your mom and it's like, you should have brought in the author of the secret, even though I fucking hate that book, but like you should have brought in that person. But I think, I think it's, I mean, you got to bring in people that have a right to a point of view. No offense, Caroline and no offense, Al, but come on. Well, a big I'm part dead. of that for I'm me dead. is they're going to kill your mom. Is gonna oh, they're going to fucking kill you. Kill Al's not going to listen, but my mom's going to be no, upset. Even, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. But I, I think that is one thing though, that. Uh, I, I'm really conscious of here. I know that Al um, obviously uses the family like pretty, you know, and it's a, a show about our opinion. So it makes a lot more sense. Yes. Um, but I do want to like have some truthfully, I want to get some popularity going before I start bringing a guest in. Cause I do have some, some people that want to do it and you made perfect sense for this, but it's also like, I, I want a lot of people to hear it. You know what I mean? And I don't know I love that you have the best way to go about it. And again, I'm talking to you as if we're on the phone. I'm, as yeah. if we're not being recorded. What'd you say? <laughs> How'd you get all these advertisers right out of the gate? How does that work? I, wait, do you know I got one? Well, I got to tell you something. When I turned it on to listen to like the first episode, it was like uh, like four of them. Oh, but I have an ad read down today that I have to do. I was actually going to I was gonna wonder if you wanted to do it on this one or if I should just re- redo my first one. But <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait, uh, wait. To be honest, it's fucking long. I can't do it right now. I probably have to delete this whole thing. <laughs> this part. <laughs> No, no, this you know, is it's very long. Down. Well, wait, what, what's the uh, what's what's the? Average? Are we long? Where are we at? Forty-four minutes. Oh, it's not that bad. How's uh, it? Bad? I'll just I'll tell you later because I feel like I'm gonna mess oh, up my first ad read by talking about it. You can't tell me. It. We can't make it. Let's do it now. Do you have to read exactly what um, they say? Do you want to pause for one second so I can read it and see what my rules are? Why do you have to? do... <laughs> All right, hold on. Know, Let me see. Because I don't. I don't I'm not supposed to pull the curtain I love back. That you're talking about like it's an ad read. It's supposed to be so like natural. Oh, and by the way, you're like, let me look at what my rules are. But that's the, the <laughs> like the directive is to be natural. Advertisers, man. Oh God, who is? But it? don't you? Can uh, I'm not gonna talk shit. All I can't right. talk shit about that before I even. No, get one. I I'm very grateful, and and also. Um, but you know I'm going to make up with the sponsor is. Everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody knows that, you you know, the advertiser found that, like, the six people that listen to your podcast, they want to have, you know, use their six people know, hair gel. Can I tell you the best part about this podcast? No matter where I rank, like, like um, on charts, which yeah. apparently is like a nonsense system. Right. Um, I get to say, because I'm in the history category, that I have like the number 103 show in all of history. <laughs> And what do you think the are are so the history channel? By it? Do you think the history, you, by the way, you really like history. Remember when we met those guys from that drunk history show? Yeah. Derek you Waters. Out with them, like you were friends with that guy or something. Yeah. Well, we, we like, we were like friends for three days. Like we, we just got <laughs> along very, and we were like, let's hang out for romance. while you're here. Let's hang out the whole time. Yeah. And then we never hung out again. Yeah. That was when we went to the Meadowlands, the racetrack. I got in the race car. Like the guy like raced me around. Like I was in the, 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 Pace. And you look at the horses like run at you, right? Yeah, and I had no idea how allergic I was to horses. 
until that day. <laughs> that that's but, on brand. You're allergic to everything, right? Everything. And I fucking horse. Like I almost died in that thing. Well, anyway. I want to get you going on a rant before we go. Before this is over, do you have anything? Like, do you want to set anyone of my family on fire? Like, you have strong <laughs> opinions about them. I mean, I see. You know what? I went on some mini rants right there. I, I, I took I, as long as I got my dear Albie thing out, which I've been dying. But you, to get but out you wet years. my beak a little. Like, I, I kind of want. <laughs> you miss. You miss it, don't you? You miss it. I no, I do. So I, I we can just. I mean, deal I did. I that, called that the United just... States a pool. I mean, where it's literally from the deep end to the shallow end. I, I, I your mom's gonna fucking kill me. I mean, it, I mean, I did okay. I, I think you I said she has no right to manifest. I said, I said your mom. <laughs> I said your mom and Al are not experts in manifesting. You, you could get a like somebody like an author or a psychologist or a scientist to come on, you know, or a neurologist to talk about manifesting. Not necessarily your mom. Your mom and Al. What does Al manifested? Well, you didn't listen though. I could tell. I didn't listen. I, when I saw who because I we talked to, about wait all a minute, the time that we I listened to the first ten minutes where no one talked about manifesting. Well, because we well, first of all, we talked about Haley Bieber and Selena in those first that. ten minutes. I didn't even get to that. Okay, but the conversation Haley turned Bieber more no into right talk about it how manifesting has it the things we failed at, although we manifested. It was very humble. It was a very humbling conversation. Um, what about Hoboken? Do you want to like go after Hoboken? I, I like when you're angry. I got nothing to be angry about, buddy. I, mean, I also decided I think I'm going to go to your funeral. Really? really? Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, um, I was thinking that. Such a huge for, turn For a event. long time, for those who don't know, I, I'm not a big funeral guy. Um, <laughs> I just don't see the point. Uh, and I think the point is you go to pay your respects to the people that are living. Um, and I <laughs> always told John that he's the only person that I really know in his universe and there's really no reason for me to go to his funeral said, but i would you met go my and niece, drink in you said, maybe i'll go because i know your niece now that's what you said right but now i feel like like i've known your niece for a decade now yeah like we don't I, i'm not like we the don't first talk, time we had like this friendly. conversation we were sitting in it was either trinity or it had turned over into union hall before i got 86 speaking but, of funerals jesus yeah <laughs> right but we were sitting there and it was that was the that was me you your mom al and lauren and we were having this conversation, and I think only your mom and Lauren were going to come to my funeral. Well, I we, was busy. So, I was busy then. Al didn't even go for the reason. Like, no, I can't come. The nature of John and I's relationship. We probably should have started with this, but started with me avoiding John, like because <laughs> right. I I thought he would be a better Al friend, and I started to notice a trend that people started to want to hang out with me more than Al. So I didn't hang out with John. I blew off your birthday party. Yes, you did. Because I wanted you Al did. to like, to, I thought you'd be a better Al friend than a me friend. Yeah, and I uh, so I didn't go to your birthday because I wanted you to dislike me a little bit. And um, we started talking about stuff like this, and we kind of got this like McNulty. No, we went to see um, Malcolm Gladwell at the Amex. Thing. That's Amex what it was, was. My client. Yeah, and Al didn't want to go. Yeah, that was the first time we hung out one on one. I think, and then we went. Amex was your client. I wanted to see Malcolm Gladwell do his thing on uh, David and Goliath, and. Um, and we hung out. And then ever since then, we kind of did this like the wire McNulty bunk thing where we just get drunk <laughs> at the end of bars on at, at totally Under weird bridges. hours. <laughs> and, and, um, and we'd have these really weird conversations like, you know, would we go to each other's funerals and um, stuff like that? And I, fuck, I had such a good point to bring to you. It was great. It was such a good note to end it on. Uh, I'm just laughing now thinking about all of it. But it was always we would just start grilling bartenders and ask oh. them the craziest questions ever. Uh, people would walk over and just, you, know, you don't plan on talking to us, do you? Can you get out of here? <laughs> I, told, I, so I told somebody I told somebody that story the other day and they were fucking wrong because somebody down here um, started to talk to me. And the I know the bartender. Well, it's a um, this place called Waterman's down here, which I love. And the <laughs> I, you know how I could always sense like I'm always like this fucking person is going to want to talk to me. And it was these these two guys sitting there and, and I'm like, oh, Christ. And the guy started talking to me, and I was like, dude, I'm not looking to make fucking friends here. And I got up, and I, like, walked out. And then the next time I saw the bartender, she's like, I told him, do not, do not talk to that guy. It's just, I, I, it's real, just wants to write stuff on napkins and mind your own business. Yeah, and I've always appreciated that about you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then, John, I, I would, I'd like to do this more. If we can come up with some topics that, um, well, if they're that topics get that you I'm, uh, you know, hey, listen, I'm an expert in manifesting, <laughs> so. So if you want to talk to me about I, it, I'm surprised you didn't like my manifestation crew. It's I thought that they're that uh, like, like they both I, have I vision liked, boards. I like the story, the Muhammad Ali thing. I like it. My point was, <laughs> I can't believe I would have to make this point again. In the net, in the in the follow up, you need to talk to an expert, or just do one episode where you tell the story. Tell the Lizzie. Uh, I can't think of her name again, whatever, whatever. Um, Maggie. Yeah. Lizzie Maggie story. And then just kind of bullshit with about it, like the history of it. And then connect it to something today. Like, ah, everybody's talking about manifesting, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if you need to bullshit about it afterwards with people who don't have a right to bullshit. about. Gosh, I'm dead. (laughs) I I see what you're saying. I am so dead. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted you to, I just wanted you to double down. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, listen. I can, I can hear your. Mom. I can hear your mom now. She is going. To, she's gonna crush me. Yeah, she's gonna. She's gonna come after. Well, I'm gonna make it a point that she. Yeah, she gets a rebuttal. She gets yeah. 90 well, seconds. Hey, listen, we're at uh, like 50 something minutes here. So. Um. I mean, yeah. A lot of it is. Um, you gonna cut a lot is, of this I think just us saying the f word and talking about drinking. Yeah. I don't but know said, um, I, I gotta tell yeah. you, something. I don't think. I don't think. I personally am not sure that I use the f bomb that much. Uh, I think we were okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? You know what I you know what F word I always forget to use? Mm. Follow. I'm supposed to tell people to like, follow, and subscribe. Oh. I've never done it once since this show has aired. And um I I like the ratings. I've been getting people like with commenting stuff and yeah. they say nice things. Yeah. They do? Um yeah, I mean, I feel like I just blew it though. Like, I think now people are gonna be like, oh, let me make sure that who's I water the, who's down. Who's listening to this show? Like, who's the who's your audience? Um, I don't have like I have like a whole network. Yeah. Um, but I, they don't tell me oh, yeah, like who do that. Into Dear Alby. It's actually, it's a lot of people. I've learned that recently. Now that I have, I was like, oh, it's probably gonna be the same amount of people, and it's fucking not. Yeah. Uh, hold it's on. Got Let a good me following, see. Huh? So Mimi Dordidi, she likes it. Okay. <laughs> so oh, we're go. gonna. Oh wait. You're going to list everybody that likes the show? You said who? You like, said I who? Didn't, no, no, no. <laughs> I meant like, who is your audience? Who do you think? Who do you yeah. describe okay, your Soto audience? Okay, Soto444 four, four, in my audience. Huh? Soto444 four, four, four is in my audience. No, no, no. But do you think these... Do, okay, let me try to say, say this to you differently. Do, do you think it's blue-collar guys driving around in trucks down here in North Carolina? No. Do you think it's... Okay, who is it? I think I think it's the Housewives fans. You think so? Like for sure. Yeah. God, that I, who just, else? That does not me? go. That Housewives thing is like it. It's like it just doesn't go away. Yeah. It's venereal. God. It's venereal disease. <laughs> right. Venereal. You want to know something? And I. That's the thing. If I only had a housewife person, I had the manifestation expert last week. I should have brought her in for the housewife conversation. Right. Yeah. But um, the. It's it's a really passionate group of people yes. that I thought gave up on us and forgot us legitimately completely until BravoCon this past October. Oh, I see. It was like it, I thought we were going to BravoCon like as ACDC at Coachella, like we were the novelty <laughs> act that that like Kendrick Lamar was going to introduce. You know, right, right, and just like hey, we wouldn't be here without him, right? But, you know, <laughs> or they're going to come they out are. like they're going to they're going to redo your song and you're going to play guitar. Yeah, just like the, I'm the Undertaker walking on the top rope, but really yes. slow and heavier than I've ever been, and it's yes. sad. Hey, by the um, way, I saw Springsteen I, last week. I saw you see him in your yes. post. Yes. Did you see me in the background? You're the only guy not on the phone. Yeah, that's true. You're dancing, dancing away. I was, I was going fucking yeah. nuts. And that yeah. was that stopped me from visiting you this weekend for the first time that's, ever. Oh, that's right. Yep. Oh, they went to Myrtle Beach. I was huh? going to go down. The family went? Yep. I didn't go. That's a rough place. I was going to go because everyone was going. And I was like, oh, I could just catch a ride with them and then just, you know, yeah. go see John. But yeah. Springsteen. Yeah. Um, Sorry. All right. What do you think? Did we do good? I I enjoyed this. I mean, I, to me, we just, you know, this I, this was no different. The only difference between this conversation and any conversation we've ever had is I'm not slurring right now. <laughs> Drinks and a pool table. Yeah. I mean, really, we're I mean, we're an hour into this. We would be 
you'd, you'd be saying goodbye to me to go meet Rob Callie and those guys at Augustino's and I'd be going home because there's no way I'm going to that. That, <laughs> that's another thing I'd love to do one day. Actually, I'm going to find like an, uh, maybe like the origin of the Irish exit. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's you might have one. to come on for oh, that. I would hundred percent. You know what? And, and you know what else I think you should do? I think you should move out, uh, um, of New Jersey and come to Wilmington. I mean, and I think anybody who's listening that's from Wilmington, North Carolina, just let's, let's get Chris down here. I don't know if, I guess you, you probably have a fan base here. If, if people comment, if in you the, get 25 in people reviews, to say, that I should to move Wilmington, to Wilmington, I'll give it a chance. Oh, I'm sorry. If you get 25 people to say you'll move to Wilmington, would you at least consider coming down, staying for like two weeks? I, I was going to say two weeks. If I got 25 people to comment, move to Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I'll do Delaware. two weeks there and yeah. I'll record. I'll just record out of Wilmington for two. Oh weeks. my God. How great would that be? That's fun. Then people would hear the real, then they'd hear the real conversation. <laughs> if honest to God, if I knew that we could get some people at a bar to watch us in Wilmington, yeah. do this. Um, I would love to do that. Can, but can I wouldn't I, do that. Can with like I come a lot full circle now? Because there was something you were you were starting to say something at the beginning, and you stopped. Which was you and Al are having this conversation about what me coming on his show? Well, not just show? you, but you you came up too. Yeah, because um, Greg Bennett wants to do a show with me, right? Um, a Chris three for Pride Month, um, right. which obviously we still got some time to plan, but he's never done a Dear Albie. Um, oh, he's I have a couple one? other exciting guests that want to do it. And, and he's, um, so when I told him I was doing it with you, he's like, Oh, so I, I, wait, so, um, Al, so wait, you know have... what's funny about dear Alby? I always feel like Al, I almost feel like Al's not even on dear Alby. <laughs> like I don't listen to dear Alby, but like, isn't there a lot of people involved in that? Uh, no, no, he, there's a, there's a very big family of co-hosts, but never all at once. Okay. Okay, I got so it. until that Christmas it's usually special Alan two people, right? Oh, yes, that was a Christmas thing. Yeah, how uh, often are you Christmas on that show? Are you on that show a lot? Uh, more recently, now that we've been doing Chris three and, and we just kind of stack up our uh, recording days. Yeah, because we we record out of the same place, Studio yep. MB. Yep, and um, we so we we it's usually easier to just coordinate and say, oh, I'll be there at this time. I'll be there at this time. And, gotcha. And just so I've been on a lot more recently. Um. And he was on the first and third, no, well, first and second episode. Right. Of, as of long Chris as he was Three, on the so. manifesting one, he was good. I, well, that's what I'm saying. And I named it Manzo Festing, which was great. <laughs> oh, that's great. I did see that. I, I didn't. You know what? I I think I saw. Like I I was shaking my head and wasn't really paying attention. Now that you say it, I I saw that. Um. Well, we hit an hour, buddy. All right. Yeah. I'm I thought, happy I think this, this went well. Yeah. Yeah, me I mean, too. look, you let me know when we're going to re-record this because I'm I'm assuming it, that's going to be. I, I I I assumed you were busy today. I almost texted you at least three or four times and said this is going really well. We should start over and do it great. I almost <laughs> did that like three or four times, but I didn't do it because I was like, I'm the, no one else should have to deal with my psychoness, so I'll just do it myself. <laughs> I, I I believe me, I know I'm going to get because there's no way you're going to edit this and you're not going to release a fifty or sixty minute podcast. You're just not oh, going to do it. You know who's you know what this. Put Nando to work. Nando's going to love this, I think. You think so? Well, this is going to be Nando. I think he's going to like it. This it's is long, when you're going to know. Like... Be like, hey, Nando, get this down to 25 minutes. And he'll be like, oh, no, oh. no. <laughs> it's not even possible. <laughs> you want to get Nando to earn his keep? Get it down to 25 minutes, Nando. Maybe maybe I should try to edit it for him. Poor guy. No, he you can't. He's got you so much shit go, going man. on. Why not, why not just make this like an... I like long. Yeah, you know what this is? This is like... um. What they used to call those, uh, those like the what was that the twelve inch version of a song? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, well, you, I, yeah, yeah, but well, like that's yeah. I mean, you, did you ever see an album before in your life? So yeah, it was <laughs> there was like the twelve inch version. That's what this is. Yeah, we're just like we're just like everyone has a solo now. There's been like <laughs> like every instrument has gotten a solo. Yeah, or it's just like hey, look, we, you know, we got yeah, we 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 have the you can listen to the three minute version or you can listen to the the twelve inch. Um, damn, I keep coming up with something so close and then I, cause I, I'm always like, Oh, I got a good little button to end it. And then I think it's something new to bring up. Yeah. But, um, and apparently I missed out on a, on a great video opportunity today, which is, which, you know, Oh, cause of, cause of, cause of the way I look. 
Yeah, you said you look amazing. I, I look fucking great. I look. I, I, I could have be been honest. the day to I watch have, the video. I right? have to be honest with you. I'm. I'm. I'm really looking younger than I've ever looked. You, you, do you know even you Lauren? Even the, Lauren your... sent me a note and said, "What's going on? Like, what? You, why are you looking so young?" And I was like, "Exactly." She thought. I think she Lauren. thinks I was using some filters. How often do you get Lauren compliments and, uh, from Lauren? How often do you fun, get compliments from Lauren Manzo out of the blue? The, uh, uh, well, she actually compliments me a pretty well, you, good well, amount. Well, not, nobody I'm talking else. About, I'm talking about the in yeah. general. No one does. I'm gonna see her later on. Yeah, I think she wrote to me. I was like, "Thanks I a lot." The plan. I was like, "It's it's uh, you know, my new face wash, I guess." I have her coming up soon for um for my Meghan Markle episode. Oh, is that is that right. you, you accept go. that? You know what about Wallace Simpson? I, I don't even know what you're, what Meghan Markle why would why would why is why is Lauren gonna get a comment on well, that? Well, she's very my dad and Lauren are very passionate about the royal family. See your and, dad and now total. your dad could be on an episode about like well he could be on a, a lot but who's the guy that your dad loves? Freddie um, Mercury. No, he could be on a Freddie Mercury one. Who's who's the uh, the um, who did they do the Hamilton? Right. I have his hair in the basement. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like your dad, your dad has every right to talk about Hamilton. Your mom has a so, right to talk you know about what's any. Your mom has a right to talk about pretty much anything. I'm not so sure I'm going to stick with Matt. Matt, if Wh- whenever my dad brings up Hamilton, I start giving facts about Lin Manuel Miranda. Ah. Uh-huh. So just to like get him going. Yeah. You know. So he'll be like, you know what's interesting about Hamilton? And I'll be like, that he was born in Queens. And he's like, no, he was born in Patterson. I was like, no, he's born in Queens. He's exactly. a rapper, and he's born in Queens. He totally fucked up. It's, it's. I, I got to tell you that it's very easy to. If you bring up Hamilton to your dad, you're you're in. Like, yeah, you, I've been waiting for. I guess we could just do like Patterson because that, that's his obsession with him. Is it comes from Patterson? Patterson, sure, yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, John. If it makes you feel better, even though you don't listen, I'll do a better job of getting the right guests on the right topics. I would. I just um, think somebody. I just think it's a matter of it's it's the c word. It's credibility. You need people with credibility. Like, hey, so and so did whatever, or here's the reason why. Did you when you did the one with Al and your mom? Did you set up why they were the right people to talk about that? Probably not. Okay. Well, you, just maybe edit that in. And be like, you know, Al's Al has read The Secret three hundred times, which he probably has. Well, he was in he was in Napoleon Hill guy. Ah, that's that's where the Al part came in. But you're back. And my that. mom you're has a vision board. You're backing into that. No, I, like I, I say I say it in the podcast. I say hey, in the Chris, podcast, and Chris, I'll always be able to back into. Here's stuff. the thing, man. It is um, you're right. You missed out on a great video opportunity because truly, um. And it might be my new face wash, which it's too bad that that's not your advertiser right now. Right. Cause we could have, wo- see, how, see how we could have woven that in and it would have been per and they would be like, Oh my God, that's the best ad. And we would have been talking about it. Like if we, you know, if we, I think I use hymns, you know, that hymns stuff that, that yeah. those guys use that are losing their hair, which by the way, I'm not losing even a, even a, I thought hymns was boner stuff. Well, I think they make like a whole thing. Like they make everything. They make, maybe they make boner things and they make like all that stuff. All the things men The do. hair thing. I have the face stuff. It, it call, Like high tide or whatever. It is phenomenal. And got a call from Lauren Manzo. Why are you look like, what are you doing? She thinks I'm using the filter, but you missed out on that for sure. And whatever, hymns as an advertiser, they should be advertising on this show. Now, maybe well, I, that's just, what I, I might have just got you an advertiser. Or with with idea stealing, what I was thinking was maybe what I'll start doing is doing fake ads for people that haven't sponsored me yet. There we go. We just did one. We just did yeah. one. So and him's and now and say, really and has a reason. And by the way, they'll love to listen to it. And they'll be like, well, they're not really our target. You know, your audience is not our target audience. You'll be like, yeah, but it's a great idea. And they'll be like, who the fuck cares about your idea? See how it all comes full yeah, circle? But, but but see, they would care. My, I think this audience would be appealing to him's because... There's nothing a man cares more about. See what I'm about to do for them right now? Yes. Than than a woman's opinion. I don't by give the a way, fuck that's a, what anybody says. Oh, that's a great point. And by the way, did you did I tell you? I told you about my hair club thing, right? What about that it? I'm doing the hair club interview? I'm the interviewer oh, yeah, for hair yeah, club. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how perfect is that? How you want to talk about perfect? Am I not the perfect hair club guy? 
John's got great hair for anyone. We really should have done the video thing. Now we've made, we've really done a whole, it's all right. Let like people we need do a, a complete sketch. Put a, put a link up, but seriously, hair club. Well, Columbo Land, follow John on it. And listen, if you do like, this is really, this was kind of the, um, the, like the orange chicken sampling in the food court of what your everyday posts are, right? <laughs> right. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.